This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. Today, I am with my very special co-host, Kelsey. Kelsey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. I'm great. We were uh, just talking about some dietary adventures. Dietary (laughs) adventures. adventures. Yeah. Per usual. (laughs) Per usual. Yeah. I, I suppose I don't chronicle as intensely as I used to with my dietary trials, but you know me, I always love to try new things. And I, I was guided to eat like an ancient Egyptian and <laughs> let's just say it didn't go as well as I hoped. I didn't get any details other than you're like, no, it's canceled. <laughs> it was, it's canceled after two days. Well, I got a know, picture of a bowl of, I don't even know what. <laughs> purple rice purple oh, rice so right okay yeah so you just ate, like a straight bowl of it no yeah. no wonder your body hurt <laughs> no I mean I, I can eat I ate it with other things I just I was making rice uh um, okay which I I don't think that they, they probably didn't have purple rice back then but <laughs> you know I was just trying to get some more grains and trying out adding a lot more grains into my diet um I got a bunch of gluten-free bread that was like super high quality farmer's market, like really good stuff. And yeah, I think I just overdid it or <laughs> I, I actually think that purple rice just doesn't go well because I, I tolerate white rice quite well. I definitely can do brown rice in smaller quantities, um, but I very much have, I think, like a quantity issue, so to speak. Uh, I have to moderate that. I think it was just too much, but it's leading me back. It's kind of just blowing my mind around a lot of the beliefs I used to have around like what was ancestral eating, so to speak, and just like new levels of eating for the chakras, like, and realizing where I still have biases. And that was like a really important thing for me to face, you know, because in this whole exploration of like, oh, eat like an ancient Egyptian, I started just looking, I was deep into research and and doing all this stuff. And I realized I was coming across a lot of resources that, that I have looked at before. But at the time I was so anti, like so anti grains and legumes when I first looked at this that I didn't even see it. Like I didn't <laughs> even see it. I remember like, you know, if like reading about, um, eating for the solar plexus, right? And you think about yellow foods, but there's also like grains and carbohydrates and in, in that aspect to it as well. And I would just, I was so biased that when I would read things like that, I just didn't even like see that part. Yeah. Right? I didn't even see that part. And now I realized, well, I really need to, or, or, or I would do the same thing with garlic and onions, you know? And it's like, it, what's, it's not a conscious thing, but it's like, if you know, oh, my body doesn't do well with this, I can read things and like not even see those sentences <laughs> and not even remember that's a thing. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like anytime I filter I've, it out. Yeah. Well, here's something that's super interesting that I was thinking about. So garlic and onions. A lot of people with IBS, um, you know, whatever that means uh, yeah. with, with SIBO, with candida, whatever. Right. Gut dysbiosis feel like they can't tolerate them, you know, and it can be there can be an intolerance. But I have this new theory. Maybe I should channel Let's hear it. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm right, to be honest. Well, I used to eat a lot of those growing up, but I also had a lot of weird gut issues. So who knows? You know, it wasn't a controlled experiment. And then as an adult, like I'm, I took out garlic for a while because I was on all my gut protocols, right? Garlic and onions. And then I, when I added garlic in, I would like faint every time I would, it would, I would have a really, really strong reaction to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I was that like, this severe. just, yeah, this just doesn't go well. And whenever I have a lot of garlic, I feel very like nauseous, like all over the place. 
And I was always thinking about it from like a gut perspective, right? Or like a food intolerance. And then I started to, re- I was thinking about this. Th- this was the value because I was starting to think about eating like an ancient Egyptian and how they used foods and, and what they were used for in terms of medicine, but also spiritually. And garlic was used to get rid of dark spirits, right? And so oh. then I was thinking, what if all of these people who are having, not, not everybody, right? It's not going to be like a 100%, but what if a lot of people, myself included, are having that reaction to garlic because it's detoxing us? And I mean, garlic, you know, it can detox us and can, can you know, kill off um, fungal overgrowth and, you know, is a good antiviral, like that kind of thing. So it could be a die off reaction. But also what about the spiritual perspective of like the lower frequencies are being removed from your body? And uh, I was talking about this with my friend, one of my closest friends, because she just did this parasite cleanse that if anybody's heard of the milk cleanse. So basically you're supposed to drink goat milk. She did cow's milk, like raw cow's milk or raw goat's milk. She did raw cow's milk, but you drink that for eight days while you're on herbals. And she, it was a huge, like milk has always been like a fear food for her because she's always had such bad reactions, like such bad reactions. And she did it and she's never felt better. She was like, it literally healed me. And I've been trying to get to the root of this for so long. And she's like, I can't believe I was afraid of this for so long. And she, we were talking about how sometimes the thing that your body needs is the thing that gives you the detox reaction. Right. That's exactly the thing. And I've been dealing with this in my own healing journey, too. It's like. You have to differentiate between what's a symptom or what you frame as a symptom and what's literally like helping heal you by removing the issue in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting. It's a really interesting mindset shift. Mm -hmm. Well, I was talking about that, too, with my friend Mimi. Mimi, hi, if you're listening. Uh, about King Coffee, because this is where I think people who are used to doing a lot of protocols, like I'm kind of used to that die off, right? So I tend to more than not like push through and just see what happens after a week, right? And most people freak out and stop. Yeah. A lot of people will freak out after one day. And there's a, you know, it's, I think also the process of like discernment, listening to your intuition. Obviously, I'm speaking about this as somebody who has worked as an NTP for a long time. I, I'm not, giving advice here, right? For sure. Be talking to your healthcare provider, your practitioner, um, because they'll, they'll guide you through this. And like when I would have clients, when I would have clients who would have reactions, like I could pretty much tell immediately based on what they were saying was going on. Like, is this a hard no, or is this just a die off? Um, Mm -hmm. so definitely talk to your practitioner. They'll be able to help you. But, um, you know, with King coffee, when I first started drinking it, I wanted to try it because I was hearing about so many people just healing with this coffee, right? I mean, from the Ganoderma, but, you know, drinking the coffee. (laughs) And (laughs) I, what people would say is it doesn't affect me like normal coffee. Like I don't get the jitters. I feel great. I can drink it before bed. And so I was like, okay, I'll try this. So I try it and I had the worst jitters. I had the worst jitters. I felt so uncontrolled. And I told Mimi and she was like, I mean, it could be a detox thing. Like it could be a die off as it's killing stuff. Like you could, it could cause more jitters. She was mm-hmm. like, I really recommend just, you know, potentially decreasing your dose. And so I went, I moved to half a packet and she said, just see how you feel after a week, a week and a half. And after like a week, a week and a half, all the jitters went away. And now, I mean, I could drink it any time of day and I feel fine. I've drink, I've had it before bed and I feel totally fine, but it was that, that die off. Um, so it's very interesting, but the garlic thing blew my mind. I'm like, what if the garlic is exactly what I needed? And <laughs> I've been avoiding it. Garlic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, I'm much more interested. Like somebody had, and maybe I can do a whole podcast on this. I think we were talking about, maybe I'll do a solo on this, like how my diet has changed, but everything is like, I think about food from a vibrational perspective now more, more than anything. Right. And like, like, what is the vibration of this? Do I need more grounding? Do I need more cleansing? Um, every food has its own energy, right? Going off of the color, the feeling. Um, I know certain foods make me feel different vibrationally than others. And so it's just like, what what do I need right then? You know, fats, carbohydrates, proteins, all affect our vibration different differently. And I need different things at, at different times. Um, I did a podcast a while back with Deanna Minnick, who talks about this, I think really well. Um, and she talks a lot about eating for the chakras, but 
you know, where the food came from. Like you'll feel different if you, if you buy food from the farmer's market, than you will, if you go to, you know, Safeway or wherever's around you, Vons, whatever, um, and, and get food there. Like it, it does feel different. You know, it's fun. Parker will sometimes bring home cauliflower from like straight from the field, <laughs> like when he's out in the farm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He'll bring it home and we'll do like a taste test and we'll have like cauliflower from the store. And then we have his, his cauliflower from the field and we'll, we'll roast it. And we literally do a side by side and it tastes different. Like it tastes different. It cooks different. It's, mm-hmm. and I, you feel different. Like you literally feel different, you know, but I think the other thing is even with, again, going back to like eating ancestrally, like we were talking about before, you know, cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, like those weren't vegetables that were available back in the day, right? These are things that we have modified essentially like, you know, crossbred created. Um, and so that Beyond was actually that, like, yeah. to your point with cauliflower, we've taken ancient foods and made them. They're so specifically bread and like yeah. over bread, like over what's the word? Hy- hybrid. I don't know. Hybridized. <laughs> yeah. Hybridized, like take an apple, look at the apple now and look at it like hundreds of years ago. I know. You're I know. not really eating. Even if you're eating a food that has been around a long time, you're not eating it as it yeah. was back in that time. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people, like when I first went gluten-free, I remember having this conversation a lot. A lot of people who can't tolerate gluten, but they like normal gluten, but they do really well off of ancient grains. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a really good friend who had that. And so he just only ate ancient grains. And so in this exploration, Parker and I, I was like, okay, I need to get some ancient grains. I want to try those out and see if I, and, and he's like, I I couldn't find any around here. And then we found, he's like, well, there's this guy, he knows a farmer. He's like, you know, he's up in a a couple hours North. And I'm like, do I really have to like, you know, drive a couple hours North to get my ancient grains? I mean, but (laughs) it's worth it, but I didn't, I think, you know, these things aren't as accessible, but it is all about the, the frequency. It's about the vibration, right. And like how, how we treat our food, even just like for me charging my food, I send a high to my food, my drinks, um, all of those things make a big difference. I write my affirmations on my big Mason jar every day to charge my water, you know, all of that stuff really does make a difference. And when people ask, you know, how come I feel different day to day and I'm eating the same foods? Okay. Well, it could be underlying issues, right? It could be underlying dysbiosis, for example. Um, but it could also be like the frequency around it. It's also, how are you eating it? Are you excited about it? Are you nervous about it? Are you, are you calm during it? Or I won't even say that because depending on a human design digestive type, right? Are you eating it in a way that's best for you to absorb the nutrients or not? But then also like I can totally change the water in front of me or this coffee in front of me by my intentions with it, by how I speak to it, by how I make it, you know? And so something simple is like when you're making your food, you can be like charging it, saying intentions, or I will often just I'll play like I have affirmations that I just play on a loop and I'll just like be playing those. I'll be playing my affirmations on a loop while I am cutting my food, cooking my food, preparing my food. And that helps to charge this food as well. And they don't have to think about it. You can be playing binaural beats. Um, you know, all of this affects how we digest the food and absorb the food. Um, so those are some things to keep in mind as well. I love that. I actually do that too. Yeah. It makes a big difference. It really does. Um, so uh, yeah, that's kind of my food, my food rant, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna go off the grains cause it just made me feel so horrible and <laughs> reevaluate and see, <laughs> see, see, uh, see how that feels. It has taken me years to find my favorite vitamin C and it is by far Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. I have tried so many different vitamin Cs, so many different versions through all of my detox protocols and all my supplement exploration. And let me tell you, quality is key. And what I love about Paleo Valley is that all of their products are made from only organic whole foods. They're all gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. 
And the vitamin C is one of my favorite supplements that I've been taking daily to support my immune system. It's great for reducing fatigue and naturally boosting energy. It's also really helpful for regulating your stress hormone cortisol. So if you're looking to balance out your stress response, (laughs) balance out your cortisol levels, which I think a lot of people are, then vitamin C is something helpful to look into and also helps your skin. So I've noticed that my skin looks a lot more glowy since taking this regularly. And if you're on a detoxification protocol, I'm sure you are aware that vitamin C is key. What I love about Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex is that it contains three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there, amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. It has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. And again, quality is everything. Most other vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and only contain one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex contains the full spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C. And let me tell you, that is hard to find. The quality is everything. I cannot recommend this enough. This is one of my all-time favorite products, but you know, I use a lot of things from Paleo Valley. We always bring their beef sticks and superfood bars for travel. Their grass-fed organ complex is amazing. Nature's multivitamin. If you're looking to balance out your B vitamins, get some extra CoQ10 in there. It's a natural source of vitamin A. And their turmeric complex is another one of my favorites that I think most people should have in their arsenal. It is a totally natural anti-inflammatory. And anytime I get any type of pain, whether that be a pain from any type of flare up from autoimmune in the past, if I get a zit, if I hurt myself in some way, like roll my ankle weird, their turmeric complex always saves the day. So if you want to try out any of these products or any of Paleo Valley's other incredible products, just head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. I'm getting a lot around goddess diet, like quote unquote goddess diet. And so I'm right now in the midst of exploring that. So we'll see where that takes Ooh, me. I'd love to learn more. Mm-hmm. You're going to have yeah. to tell me. I'll, I'll keep you updated. It's, it's, it's in process. It's like, they are very clearly guiding me through all of these different diets, um, all of these different diets and all like these different trials, like for me to be the living experiment. And like, <laughs> I see value in all of it. I see value in all of it. I think it was really interesting that I had been, I had been um, getting really strong guidance to read the book, The Start Solution. I think I told you this. And yeah, so I was reading it. And for anybody who hasn't read it, um, it's Dr. McDougall and he's like the, the doctor that really believes in like a starch based diet. And the gist of it is like half your plate of starch. And then there is half fruit, half vegetables, um, ish for maximum, for like maximum weight loss essentially. And like healing the body. And so it's like minimal, like very, very low fat. And, and I'm reading this and then this whole Egyptian thing comes in and I'm like, well, ancient Egyptians, it's interesting because it was very, it was very much a starch centered mm-hmm. diet, but then the different classes, so to speak, uh, ate differently, right? Like the pharaohs and the elites ate differently than, than the oracles, than the working class. So it's just very fascinating how, how that all seemed to kind of overlap. Well, now you know what status you have to eat for if you're eating for goddess. <laughs> yeah, eating for goddess I'm status. That out of the question. Well, there's this whole I'm gonna thing. I'm going to explore the peasant diet. Yeah, well, actually, if you there's like this whole thing on the internet, like the like the goddess diet or something, but it's honestly not that helpful. Uh, it was basically just like eat whole foods. Um, I don't know, but to be honest, carbs were... From a spiritual perspective, I'm very, I'm very pro-carbohydrate. Carbohydrates were like the main source of energy centered around carbohydrates, um, fruits and vegetables. So yeah, I feel like there's this whole like, everybody wants to pick a side and I'm like, you can pick a side if you want. I, I see value in all of it. I, I believe in cycling too. But I think also if you just mm-hmm. think about the energy of what your body needs, like like the feast, the like meat right? Like they would feast on it and then probably not like, and then not have a ton of that meat again until the next feast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
They're not so, eating it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then beef jerky for snacks. Yeah, yeah. You know? It is very interesting. So, I don't know. There's there's a lot here. Food for thought. Mm-hmm. Does it Does it, like, screw with your head when you hear about me talking about food and then you know what you know about, like, with protocols and stuff? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some bias there. Yeah. But it's true, like back to your earlier point, it's just crazy how much your fear of a certain food that you've been conditioned, like mm-hmm. you've been conditioned to believe is going to harm you will influence how it actually affects you. Like it's just totally. this ongoing cycle. Mm-hmm. So you can break free from it. And that's something I'm trying to do right now. But <laughs> easier said than done. Yeah. You, you just brain rewire that, right? Yeah. Brain, brain rewire, rewire that, that shit. <laughs> brain rewire that every day. Do the brain rewiring meditation in the channel collective. <laughs> and your visualizations and watch the nutrition for ascension video in uh ascension in the ascension activator there we go Mm -hmm. that's what i would suggest um and that other youtube video i made a couple weeks ago from Raphael on like chronic illness and and stress Mm -hmm. and food i think that's super helpful i love that video it always goes back to the basics um but yeah that's the thing though i was like yesterday tuning into this a lot they were just like look it's once you figure out the rules of the game it's so it's actually very simple like life is actually very simple once you like figure out the rules of the game and everything that makes it feel complicated is just it's, that's <laughs> the illusion like that's keeping you chasing your tail that's the whole mm-hmm. point but then you realize like whatever my brain believes is is what my reality is. So at that point, absolutely. Yeah. You shift your brain, right. And you focus on raising your frequency. Like it's like, as you raise your vibration, different portals unlock, like different levels of the game unlock. And so the fast track is like, you control your brain, right. You decide what your brain believes is true. You continue to raise your frequency and you just, there you go. Now I get to create my own video game. Hack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It literally, oh, that it's so funny that you say that because it's like literally what they were saying. Like, I think I was listening to something in the background about like somebody was talking about biohacking and <laughs> they just come in and they're like, these people are talking about biohacking, like screw biohacking, like literally just like reality Life hacking, hack. <laughs> like reality hacking. Because when you, hack. Yeah, well, when you reality <laughs> hack, you biohack, right? It's like we, we can get so caught up in all these little supplements, but it's like it's all the minutiae that drives yeah. us crazy. But that's where we're still playing the 3D game, which I, I do. Right. But it's like realizing there's more available. Like, I actually don't need anything. I don't need any tools outside of me. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. need any supplements. Like, I don't need any. I don't need like I don't need crystals. Right. Like, I don't actually need anything outside of me to shift my entire reality. I just need my brain, my awareness, my presence. Right. And how empowering is that? <laughs> that's the truth. Um. So uh, that's that's the theme this week in the, in the forum. If you're not already in there, make sure you check it out. Presence. And I have been reflecting on that journal prompt a lot because I realize just like huge shifts in my own life when I'm in this period of being truly present every moment versus I full I, I get pulled out of that presence and I have to take I take I have to take responsibility for that, right? But I like what are the things I do that pulls me out of that being present? Honestly, a big factor in it is who I'm around, who I am around, mm-hmm. and also how often I'm around people. Like for me personally, and this could be a very like second line, like hermit thing, but like I need to be by myself. But I think everybody probably needs a lot more alone time than they're used to personally. So having that time, right. And, and slowing down, not rushing things. I also notice with, if I up my consumption of any type of external media, um, that isn't very specifically something like I'm consciously choosing to help me be present and help me reflect and help me grow personally. Like if I'm watching more TV or more movies or like, you know, just like, I just get pulled out of it. It literally (laughs) feels like my timeline is just like, I don't even know. I'm always living in the past or the future as opposed to right here and now versus then there are phases where I'm fully in the present and that's when I'm in the most flow. And I think for a long time, I lived always in the past or the future. And then I had this stark difference through all this personal work and like 
my norm is more living in the present, which is why I don't really traditionally meditate. I didn't need to. And then if Mm -hmm. I notice myself get pulled out, which honestly, like since like since since living with somebody, it it has been harder. It was much easier for me when I lived by myself. And so I've had to retrain myself and notice like, where am I getting pulled out into this like other stuff that's going on, which is taking me out of just being in my now. Um, and so that's been a dance, but that is where your intuition opens up. Like that, that is just where you see things clearly. That's where you can see things from a higher perspective because so often people perceive something and they immediately think like, if you think of it as a timeline, they think left or right, rather than let me go above to get a larger perspective. Does that make sense? That's like how they show yeah. it visually. Yeah. It's funny when you were talking about the media, the first thing that came to mind for me was, okay, not going to lie. I'm watching The Bachelorette right now. Same. I'm very selective. <laughs> okay. I love Katie. Okay. Um, I'm very selective because I have noticed how much it affects me. Like you and I have talked about this. Um, but I typically reserve my dream time for doing some deeper work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I honestly, every night before I go to bed, I set the intention that either I want to clear this or I want to get clarity around this or I want to heal this. But ever since this show has come back I'm like dreaming about the bachelorette every Monday night oh my god are you serious like my dreams are so susceptible to being influenced by whatever (laughs) happened in my day and I'm like no not gonna happen I need to do some like clearing work before after the bachelorette at 10 at 10 p.m right when it ends right before I go to bed but yeah it's funny and then also like I was reflecting kind of myself on what are some of the things that probably people don't realize are pulling them out of the moment that are the most common And I 100% think like push notifications, for example. Oh, totally. It's like, (laughs) it's like stop everything you're doing because X, Y, and Z is going live on Instagram right now. Or like Mm -hmm. this person has a new post. And so I have definitely narrowed down what I allow to come through on my phone. It's one of the smallest things, but that's one of the biggest things I'll say, like from a business coaching perspective that with clients, it's like one of the biggest things, you know, it's like, I remember on the mastermind call, this came up and like a couple months ago and everybody was like wait you have notifications on your phone like no 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 <laughs> like we we're all talking we we're like no no, no you can't wait, you guys, can't that's do that step one <laughs> it's like literally but- one of the biggest things that screws up entrepreneurs in terms of their productivity and like their mental health like yeah because you're always living in response yeah it's very closely tied to boundaries right like mm-hmm. but you need to set boundaries with you you being able to have your personal space and your mm-hmm. personal time and like being able to enjoy the moment so aside from just like you know, client and coach boundaries or um, employee and boss boundaries, you need to have boundaries with your time and your energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, you know, turning off your notifications can also help you be very present. Totally. I'll, I'll also add, like, I think this is big with the morning routine thing. Like I did that morning, morning frequency episode, like the morning is one of the most, this is when you set your frequency for the day. It is so important. And people will immediately like live in reaction and pull themselves out of being present. And like, if you can, in the morning, we're saying like, what am I doing to be present with myself to actually tune into how do I feel like emotionally, physically, what do I want today? What is my intention? Like it changes your entire day. And that actually sets your frequency so that you are more present, everything that comes up throughout your day, um, rather than feeling dragged around. Right. And so what, what in your morning routine is really allowing you to reflect and have you time and tune into like, how do I feel? What do I want today? What did I dream about last night? Like all of that is, is super important, um, in your morning routine. And then I'll also say just in a personal, like this ties into intuition, but like in personal interactions, how do I describe this? Okay. A strength I've always had is being able to communicate with people like in a way, adjusting my communication, open throat, right. To, to get them to understand, right. Like Mm -hmm. I I tend to be good at that. Um, and part of that is presence, right. And so this is a skill that serves you so well in business that serves you so well in personal relationships. Um, it's being able to read the different layers of what's going on in the moment. And a lot of people don't, okay. It's like, say I'm talking to you, Kelsey, or you're talking to me, right? 
you're talking to me and I'm, I'm fully present. So I'm fully receiving what you're saying. And that's not just the actual words. It's first of all, yes, I'm fully hearing your words, but Mm. I'm also, because I'm fully present, I can tune into the different layers, the different frequencies of what you're saying. So that's how I'm able to tell, well, Kelsey's saying this one thing verbally, but what she's actually saying, what's underneath that is X, Y, Z, right? I can see your body language. I can feel your energy. I'm able to see those different layers. And that's also part of a, you know, podcast interviewing skill. This is a communication skill, being able to really hear somebody that's so often when I'll have a friend say something to me or a client, right? And they're really distraught or upset and they'll say something and I'm fully present in what they're saying. And I can pick up and I'll say, okay, but let's actually talk about this. And how do I, how did I know to bring up this, right? Because I was fully yeah. present in the moment and I'm not just hearing what they're saying and automatically living in the future. It's so interesting how many people, when they're having a conversation, they are already thinking about what they're going to say next. You're not being present. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. I think it's so funny too, because people get so fixated on like, how do I tap into my intuition? It's like, do you know how to be present with yourself mm-hmm. first? Because I feel like that is a key piece that is missing. <laughs> well, that, that's the main thing. And it's like the thing that's going to help you open up your intuition, get to know yourself the most is the thing that people resist, which is literally like, just sit and be by yourself. Like just and like, literally be present. Get to know yourself, mm-hmm. which exactly. requires presence. Yeah. Yeah. But even like without, okay. So I'll have like different levels of presence. All right. So <laughs> I have periods of time just to like get logistic, right? I We'll have periods of time when I'm sitting and I'm doing like work. I'm like doing energy work. So I might be doing actual like energy work, right? Yeah. Um, grounding, clearing, balancing. Then I might be doing like, I'm doing brain rewiring, personal work, like reflecting on this, like reading something, journaling, like that kind of work where I'm very present. I have periods where, like every single day, multiple times a day, I literally just, I like kind of like body scan, like, right. I'm just like, where am I? What am I feeling here, here, here? Where is this? Where am I feeling this? right? Being present in that way in my physical body. But I also have a good amount of time. I have to have this. I've always been like this. Like I will just sit or I'll lay whatever. And I literally just do nothing. Like I'm just doing nothing. Like I could just lay on my bed and stare at the ceiling for like hours. And I'm not thinking about anything. I'm literally just there. People need more of that. (laughs) I'm literally just there. And you know, I didn't realize that was a thing that other people didn't do, but I really think this is a big key to my success. You know what? I've actually found there are moments when I feel like so bored of everything, like no Mm. amount of TV or reading or anything could interest me. And all I crave is doing just that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that really hit me a lot during lockdown, actually, which is funny because people are complaining about being bored. And like there I was choosing (laughs) to lie on my bed and literally do nothing like no amount of external stimulation could satisfy me. And I just wanted to like sit there and not think about anything. Mm-hmm. Well, this is about, this goes back to like fullness, right? Satiety and like what makes us feel full and where it's just mm-hmm. like satiation, satisfaction. People Consumption try, culture. Yeah. People try and fill themselves up by watching another TV show, hanging out with friends, like, the, and they just keep going and one is enough because what they're really missing is that presence, that completion within themselves and just being, right? Yeah. The same way it's like, people who keep they're hungry and they keep eating because they're not digesting their emotions, right? They're not mm-hmm. like feeling what they want to feel. And it all goes back to your relationship with yourself and, and, and presence with yourself for sure. Um, and that's like, it's, it's a very important skill. And I was thinking about this, like also in the context of receiving, right? Feminine energy, people get really caught up in like, can get really caught up in this and what it looks like. But the key with feminine energy is, is really just is, is being present. Right. And part of being in the energy of receiving, like if you can be in the energy, my, one of my coaches said this to me and it like, she said, it's about receiving life. And I was like, that's exactly what it is. It is receiving every moment of your life. Right. And so it doesn't have to be some magical, like it doesn't have to be some significant moment. You make every single moment magical and significant when you're fully present and fully feeling what is now. And I'm fully receiving Mm -hmm. everything in life, right? I don't need to be doing anything that I might label spectacular from another lens, but rather every moment is spectacular because I'm fully present in it. And with that message I had sent to you, that channel message, like they said something along the lines of like, like squeezing every bit of juice out of the lemon that is life. Like 
That is literally (laughs) what it is, right? Every single moment has so much juice to it. And are we really being in like fully squeezing, fully squeezing it, right? <laughs> like every single moment, or are we just on to the next? And then we're never really getting all of our nutrients from life. I, I suppose. Oh man, way to bring it full circle. Mm-hmm. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> back to the lemons. I am very intentional with what I put in and on my body. And I really believe that you don't have to sacrifice your favorite foods or tastes when you eat a whole foods based diet. And one of my favorite drinks that brings me back to childhood, it's one of my favorite healthy hacks for feeling like I am drinking fruit punch is Organifi red juice. It has less than one gram of sugar per serving. So many healthy ingredients that help to naturally boost your energy. There is no caffeine. It boosts energy naturally with herbs, medicinal mushrooms, and antioxidants. I love to drink this in the afternoon for a little bit of extra energy, and it literally makes me feel like I'm drinking fruit punch. I just mix a scoop with some water, and I feel amazing, taste amazing. Some of the ingredients are beets, which are great for supporting detoxification, actually has been shown to help increase exercise performance, acai, which has 10 times the antioxidants of most fruits, cordyceps, which is also another great natural source of energy, Siberian ginseng, another adaptogen that supports immunity and mental alertness. It is such a great pick-me-up in the afternoon and tastes so delicious. I always keep a few of the to-go packs in my purse and People always ask me what that red juice is that I'm drinking. It is Organifi red juice. So good. And another one of my faves is Organifi gold. So great for the evenings. Has uh, so many incredible ingredients that help to wind me down before bed, including organic reishi extract, which is great for rest and relaxation, a very grounding mushroom. There is also turkey tail, which has powerful immune-supporting properties, antiviral properties, and helps to support digestion, plus magnesium chloride, great for relaxation, relieving anxiety, muscle recovery. It's such a yummy elixir that winds me down before bed, and it tastes like this really delicious instant golden milk. All you have to do is add a scoop to hot water. You can add in a little bit of nut milk if you want it to be a little creamier. It is so delicious. And uh, you know me, I'm focusing a lot on my sleep. Always so important. And this really helps me to wind down in the evening. And I really notice the difference if I don't drink this. So if you want to try out gold or red juice or any of Organifi's other products, then don't forget you can use my code for 20% off. Head to Organifi.com slash CTC. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash CTC. And that code CTC will get you 20% off. Again, that's Organifi.com slash CTC, Organifi with an I. And that code CTC will get you 20% off. And just a warning, I'm not responsible if you get addicted to Organifi. Enjoy. I'm curious if your guides have anything else to say around this. Let's see. Well, a lot of this is about, they're just saying a lot of it goes back to emotions, right? Which is why like Mm -hmm. emotional awareness and, and learning tools to feel emotions and release emotions. This, this management of emotions doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good because it teaches people like it's, it's like the term managing anxiety. I mean, why would you manage anxiety when you can get rid of it? Right. Heal it. (laughs) You can heal it. Like you can, you can. Right. And we have so many, so many, this is a lot of actually, you know, conditioning of believing that we can only manage certain things, managing chronic illness. Like I believe we can heal like, you know, and so they're saying like, and even in the language that we're using for ourselves, again, going back to what, what you believe is your reality. Like what, what is your brain believing? And if you're believing what I can only manage this, then you are putting a cap on the capacity that your body has to heal. Like you're already limiting yourself because you're deciding I can only manage this. Yeah. Yeah. You're disempowering yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're putting yourself in the victim position. So th- there's that, but they're, uh, they're saying like the big, the big thing here for most people is 
the big thing here for most people is that they avoid their emotions. And a lot of people, even when they think that they feel their emotions, they still haven't even gone there. I will say from my personal perspective, I see this all the time. Um, I have people close to me who like to tell me that they're very emotionally aware. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're not like, it's like totally tip of the iceberg. Right. I don't think people realize how deep they can go. Um, and there's dude, a lot. I cry like daily. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, and I'm not ashamed. I'm like to my boyfriend, I'm like, listen, I'm healing and it's yeah. going to be like three hours. So. It's good stuff. Right. This is the healing. It's like, it's go just feeling. You, go, can't, you can't go anymore. Yeah. For real. It, it's feeling, well, this is where people have labeled emotions. Like good or bad but it's like it's just emotion let it move through it has to get out somehow yeah. and this is again a, the root of a lot of issues a lot of gut issues are unprocessed emotions undigested emotions um that are literally just stored as energy like we haven't digested them and so like really letting ourselves feel them what i would what i will also add like my personal experience when i was young i used to feel things so intensely that my 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 coping mechanism was just to shut it off because it, it physically hurt. Like I remember just crying so hard so often that my whole body, I thought I was going to break in half. I thought I was going to break in half. And so I was like, I can't do this. Right. But then I was just shutting off my emotions instead of like learning. learning. Honestly. Yeah. You know, and so problems. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I was thinking about the empath thing a lot. Yes. The other day. And I was like, I'm so sick of like, being an empath is a gift. Like being an empath is such a gift and people use it as a like that it's a hardship, a weakness, a weakness right? And it's like yeah. Any any powerful gift, you're going to feel a downside to it. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? like like you can find a pro and a con to anything, but it it's like a very powerful gift and not everybody like if you have that, you were gifted that because not everybody can handle it, but you were given it because you can handle it and because it's such a powerful gift. Um, but yeah, feeling the emotions, processing the emotions, um, a- avoiding the emotions or avoiding the truth. Again, this goes back to the frequency of truth and how triggering that is for people because if I'm present with myself, now I can suddenly, like, awareness will be brought to what in my life is not in alignment with my truth. What in my mm-hmm. life is not in alignment with, with where I really want to be. Where am I not happy? Where am I avoiding X, Y, Z? Whatever we're avoiding comes up as soon as we're present. So people will avoid being present. And even with, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything like 100%, but I, I, I do know people who need a guided meditation to meditate. And I'm not against guided meditations. Obviously, I like create them. I think they're super helpful. I use them sometimes, but if that's the only way you can meditate, there's there's still yeah. more you can expand through. There's still more well, you, can, you can push further where you don't have to be guided. Yeah, ask yourself why you feel like you need one. Is it just because you don't know, like mm-hmm. you're unfamiliar with the process and you want to become familiar with how to meditate? Or is it a crutch mm-hmm. because you don't want to let yourself be still with your thoughts? I went through that too. I like only recently started exploring my own, like I do my own self-guided meditation basically in my head, but like practicing being fully present in a meditative state is it's challenging and shit comes up. (laughs) And so whether or not like that's the reason we consciously try to avoid things like that, I think it's important to recognize. But again, that's how you become aware. Totally. You know, another way that this manifested for me was I used to, I used to hate music without words. I couldn't listen to it. I was so bored. <laughs> and now I much prefer music without words. I much prefer just like, you know, but that Ambient was like sounds. Yeah. Because I, I wanted the words to distract me. Right. That was like the subconscious. Like I needed the words to distract me to like keep my mm-hmm. mind occupied. Um, but literally like, and this is the thing when I'm channeling the, the skill is I create a blank slate. It's just open space. It's just open space, right? And like we've talked about, I do my best channeling when there isn't any intention, right? Mm-hmm. Like I often resist the questions. Like sometimes like, you know, they're helpful to, to guide what's supportive for people. But like, like when I'm channeling just for me, I don't bring in a question. Like I, it just blanks late and everything is brought directly to me. Um, and in your, like in your everyday life, being fully present in the conversation, being fully present in what you're doing, you're going to, 
experience so much richness, so much more like like a richer life, right? You're going to see the different layers, right? Have better communication, be in receiving mode much more often. And when you're in receiving mode in every moment, that allows you to receive your manifestations, that allows you to receive more money, like all of the things that we block ourselves from receiving because we're always in masculine energy, we're always in doing, we're always in thinking. When you make that shift to be present <laughs> in your daily life, now now you're always in receiving. And so you can actually consistently receive the things that you're calling in. That's that's a huge thing for people. Good point. Right? <laughs> so that's like going back <laughs> to like manifestation lifestyle. Um what else do we want to say here? Um and the time expansion piece, right? Because mm-hmm. the way we perceive every moment, like, okay, <laughs> you, you shift time when you're fully present every single moment because you're squeezing everything out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like people living in flow, right? Their perception of time is going to be completely different than someone that feels like they're struggling through the same task. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So it's all in shifting how we perceive what we're, what we're doing. Um, or it's like, you know, those moments where time is, you're in a time warp, you're, you're at lunch, you're at coffee or lunch with a, a friend and you guys are just having such a stimulating conversation. And it feels like it's one moment. You're so present in it. It's like one huge moment. That's so rich. And then you're like, holy shit, it's been five hours. How did I get here? Yeah. Right. You're in that time warp because you're so present. You're so present in it. You know, versus Me and my like, boyfriend's yeah. first date was six hours long. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, wait, the bars are closing. What's happening? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, Parker, Parker had picked me up at like 10 a.m. And we he, we went home at like 830. Like we were oh like, stuck in one like stuck in one location. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> right. We're getting kicked out. But it, it's true. Like you, you experience that that time warp. Um, and I know I, I love that topic of time expansion, right? And I feel like all these yeah. nuggets, nuggets come in, but that's one of the biggest places where people are in lack. People are in lack energy scarcity because they're, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Well, when you're actually present, right? I, I've been playing with this, especially in my morning routine, where if I think about it logistically, I'm like, okay, in my morning, I want to go out and walk. I want to exercise. I want to do my journaling. I want to channel like I have all these things. And if I look at it logistically, I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to finish this by when I have this first call or whatever it is. Okay. But if I wake up and I'm like, Hmm, what feels yummy, (laughs) right? What do I want to do when I literally just every single moment go off of what I want to do? I somehow complete like 20 different things in the span of like, an hour and it all fits in. It all fits in because I'm present through all of it. I'm not mapping it out. Right. And this is where it's literally playing at a higher frequency. Like our whole life shifts when we decide which rules of the game are like, which rules am I going to abide by? Because that's going to be a reality. And that's something that I always have to remind myself of. Like they'll, they'll tell me this. They're like, stop playing in the lower realms. Like where we, (laughs) where I find myself like drag is when I'm like, halfway up here, halfway down here. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to play 3d down here because then I'm just kind of messing up the results. Like I need to commit to the higher frequency. And then I just let everything like ride through on, on that wavelength, as opposed to trying to like mix it up, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mix and match. (laughs) I mean, it's very relevant in business, right? We talked about this. Like this was Mm -hmm. a big shift. I was like trying to explain like I can't have bits of my business that feel so 3D and then like like everything needs to be at the same frequency. Everything has to be upgraded to the same frequency like in terms of intention and how I'm creating and all of that. It's a huge shift because anywhere where I'm pulled back down, like it's not it's not resonant and if I and also what's a vibrational match for me, right? If I tried to build my business in a way that like logistically made sense, it it would not work. It just wouldn't work for me. It just wouldn't work for me. You know, um, I think there's also that level of like, like human design, right? Like, okay, Kelsey is all left arrows, quad left. And I'm Were you quad surprised right. by that? that <laughs> I, was, I was like kind of surprised, but I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's like, you're designed for like the structure, the routine, like that is your flow, right? Mm-hmm. For me, that is not my flow. And mm, so no, it, you're like, the opposite. messes me up, right? <laughs> So it's like, 
how, how, what, where am I naturally at? You know, like what's best for me personally, my energy flow. Um, and then in terms of perspective, right? Like in terms of perspective, it's so funny to me. It's like people will pick and choose what, what decisions they make out of, they consciously decide, well, this I'm, I'm choosing out of love. I'm not choosing out of fear, but then this decision over here, I'm for sure choosing out of fear because it doesn't make sense to my logical brain to make this other choice, right? Like they will pick and choose. It's like, I mean, now you're just confusing your brain. It feels comfier to be in 3D here. Yeah. And it feels comfier to be in 5D (laughs) here. It's like, that's not really the point. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's like, there's no right or wrong, but it's just awareness. And what I have found is like when we are flip-flopping frequencies all the time, it is, it's just harder. Like it it takes you out of the flow of it, you know? It's Um, confusing. Yeah, it can be kind of like, whoa, it's like a, it's the frequency gap, right? Um, you get better and better at like, this is what they call um, energetic resilience. Have I talked about this? I don't know. Sounds new to me. Let's go with it. Okay. Well, they go into this more in the book. Um, they go into this more in the book, but basically the idea of energetic resilience, where a lot of people in the like spiritual space will be like, I'm totally avoiding all this that pulls down my frequency, right? And they're basically saying it's like there's a period of time when you're building this up where you need to remove. It's like it's literally like an elimination diet, right? Mm-hmm. But the point of energetic resilience, it's like you then dip your toe back in and like notice where you're at in terms of frequency. And if it drags you down and really affects you, because the mastery comes when you've built the energetic resilience where you could go fully into a 3D situation and does not affect your frequency at all. You hold you hold the vibration. Yeah. Um, and so it and there's like it's a process to build that energetic resilience. Um, which made so much sense to me. Right. So, and I noticed like for sure that shift over time, right. It's like where I can be in awareness of like, whoa, this is like a bigger, this is like a frequency gap here with this and this person or this in this situation, this in this TV show. Right. I can notice that and be like, I'm in awareness of that, but it's, this used to actively like drag me down. And now I'm like just an awareness of like, oh, there's a gap. It's different. It's like becoming fat adapted. <laughs> yeah. You're switching your baseline. <laughs> well, it's it's metabolic flexibility. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. It, it's it's the flexibility piece because that's the other thing. It's like if you think about it from that perspective, for a long time, like I, you know, I got rid of a lot of symptoms and issues because I was super fat adapted. I, w- I was keto, but then I created a whole o- host of other issues because I wasn't metabolically flexible. I, I couldn't go back to carbs. Right. And then I realized, well, mm-hmm. this sucks. So then for, with my diet, I was like, okay, metabolic flexibility. Now I could run off of either. Um, I could run off of either, but that can happen. I think also in like the spiritual space, it's like, it's like, where are we in avoidance of things? This is where we're not free. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And so noticing where we're avoiding things because it's different to avoid something versus like, I consciously I'm aware that that will not make me feel the way I want to feel. So I'm choosing a no. Yeah. There's a very different energy because, and that's the thing. It's like, you can make the same decisions, but it is, what is your intention and energy behind it? Like, like, how are you thinking about it? That that's where the big shift is. So I don't even know how we just got there. I know. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> that's why I love this. This is why I love this. It all flows together. It's mm-hmm. fine. It all flows together. Um, but you know, this is where, and again, like they're talking, so they're just talking about like, this is the holistic piece where when people are separating out, like, this is my career, this is my personal life. This is my personal work. It's like, it's all, it's all connected. It's all vibration, right? Like what is the frequency that you're bringing into each of these different aspects? And Mm -hmm. if you think that you are going to build the business of your dreams and and be able to do that without addressing these issues in your relationships, you're fooling yourself. Like it's all, it is, it is all connected. And I'll say like, you know, when looking at abundance, scarcity mindset, it's not just about limiting beliefs with money. It's like, well, where are you desperate to find a boyfriend? Right. That's lack. Mm -hmm. And that's affecting your relationship with money too. And like, that's where people kind of miss it because they, they think it's all separate. Um, and it's, and it's not, or like your restrictive patterns with food, right? When I'm restricting, if, if somebody's restricting with food, well, that's also where you're in scarcity and that could be affecting money coming in, which like people don't always put together. Right. But it's like, it's fullness. I want to feel full and nourished 
in all areas of my life. I'm going to receive, I'm going to receive health. I'm going to receive abundance in the form of love and money and, and health and healing. Like, like that's all, those are different manifestations of, of abundance. And, you know, you want to start looking at the, the specific area of your life, but if you feel like, why is nothing budging over here? Like, why is nothing budging in my business? Why am I not getting clients? Well, like, look over there. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's all part of you, you know? Um, okay. Anyway, let's just see if there's any. Did you have anything to add to that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, let's just see if there's anything else that they want to. So the the other thing that they're saying is like this aspect of joy and play. I have been talking to quite a bit of quite a few people about this. It's like you'll feel like you're missing something when you don't have that inner child, like that fun, that play filled in. And that for a lot of people is like that's another common missing piece. It's like not actually fun. It's, you know, inner child, like just play the things that that lit you up as a kid. Um but they're saying that this is another piece of presence. It's a lot of people actually like they don't even know how to have fun anymore. And they don't know how to play because they're so pulled out of the present moment. When you're having fun as a kid, like you ever look at little kids and they're playing with like a block and it's the funnest. They're so it, it, in their own yeah, world. It's yeah. so fun. It's like they just have like a block. You know, it's like <laughs> a chunk of wood. And yeah. <laughs> it's like having the, the time of your life. Yeah. It's like the most fun thing. Like and so fun is in that presence because they're so present right? They're yeah. like creating a whole world off of just being in the now. And like this one blade of grass, you know, I remember I used to just sit <laughs> on the grass and I would like, I remember just like pulling Pull apart a blade. Yeah. I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> Pull apart a blade for like, hours. It was so fun. Right. But that's like a big part of the play, the fun, the joy. And this is how you, this is, this is magnetism, right? ecstasy, joy, fun, like pure happiness. This is what makes you magnetic. And this is in why you're, anything you're doing, right? If you're in a conversation with somebody, people are going to be drawn to you, right? They will be attracted to you in whatever context when you are like fully amplifying your, mag your magnetism, which is having fun, which is being in joy, right? You're just, that's just electric. That's so, that's mm -hmm. so attractive for people. And in terms of like content, for example, you're a content creator. If you are not like, okay, I'll say it this way. Being present, right? Having so much joy, like having fun. People feel that. Like I have so much fun on these, right? You really feel the energy difference. And somebody, I mean, some people literally get on their podcast and they read, they like read a script. A script, yeah. And it sounds so ugh, like boring. I don't want, I don't want that, <laughs> right? Uh, like you can just, it's different. Like I always tell my clients this, I'm like, with every single piece of content you create, like, be in it. Like, don't just make it just to make it. Like, every piece of content is working for you. Every piece of content is going gonna, is gonna to meet somebody. And what's the frequency that you want them to meet in that piece of content, right? It is that joy. Yeah. It is that fun. It is that play. And when people pick up on that vibration, it, it's probably subconscious, right? They're going to feel that and they're going to be like, ooh, I want more of this. I want to be in that person's energy. I want to learn more from them because people want to have fun. I mean, think about school, right? kids learn more when they're having fun. And a lot of kids do not learn anything because they're not present. It's really boring. It's super dry. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, this is a really mm -hmm. valuable tool for business, um, for interpersonal relationships. Like it, it's, it's amplifying your magnetism. It is, it's attracting in your manifestations. It's being in that receiving mode. Like as we talk, I'm sure you can see, like the point is everything comes back to presence. Like when you are present your entire life, opens up. Hmm. This is also, they're saying healing. Like they're saying like, this is also the key. Like when you, this is as a byproduct of learning to be present, you will regulate your nervous system and get yourself back into parasympathetic state. And you know, that's why a lot of people stay sick because we're like constantly in stress mode, whether or not we realize it. And like when yeah. you practice being in presence, like you're going to regulate your nervous system. And this is where the body can actually regenerate and heal. Um, so that's another big piece as well. That's like, you can take something so simple like presence and you see how this unlocks, like energetically unlocks everything. I love that. Right. And so it's like, 
It's so interesting. I'm just thinking about how I used to always worry about the future. Like I used to always worry about the future. And it's interesting because I do like to plan things, but it doesn't take me out of my now, which I've had this. I've actually had this <laughs> this discussion with Parker where he's like, I always tell him like, stop worrying about the future. And then he's like, well, you always <laughs> want to plan. He doesn't like to plan. I'm like, well, but actually when I plan things, it actually helps me be more present because I don't have to worry about, it's like, oh, it's cool, we're going to go there of, then. Yeah. yeah, it got taken care of. There's a slot for that that's happening. And then I'm fully in my now because I don't have to worry about anything else. So it's like, that's another aspect. If you feel like you have all these things floating around in your brain, I'm a massive list writer. I have so many notebooks. You probably see me I have like a different notebook every time, <laughs> right? I have like so many post-its and, and notebooks. And I just, I have this, like the whiteboard. I want to get a bigger one. Um, I just write it all out. So it's somewhere like all the notes on my phone. And this allows me to be more present because when things are floating around in my brain, then I'm like worried about, well, when is that going to get done? Right? Like this is where brain dumping before you go to sleep. Because if you're worried about Oh, I, I need to remember that tomorrow or like, what if that doesn't get done? Just write it all out. And then you yeah. have a list the next morning. You can deal with it then. Um, these are all like really simple things that people can, can do to get, get in their present moment, like be fully here. You know, it's like when I don't have anybody in my life like this now, but I used to for sure people who I would go out to, this is kind of a food blogger problem, but even more so, <laughs> right? Like you go out to lunch with somebody and they're on their phone. And I'm like, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Like, and you're just scrolling mm -hmm. on your phone. Like, am I that boring? I mean, it's, you're somewhere else. You just miss that whole lunch with somebody because you're on Instagram. Yep. <laughs> I mean, social media. <laughs> that is, that, that is, that is, that is not it's literally designed to do that frequency. to you. <laughs> that is not raising your frequency. That is what I will tell you. Um, yeah. But this is how you access information. This is how you access the higher information. It is being present and feeling into those different layers. Um, you get so much more, like the richness of every sentence somebody says when you are fully aware, right? It's kind of like, I used to, I mean, I can't multitask the way I used to. I don't want to. Like when I listen to Same. a podcast, I want to just listen. If I'm driving and listening, I'm like, I miss half yeah. of it. That's been a huge lesson for me too. Even with work, like I actually find I enjoy tasks that I thought I didn't like when I'm actually sitting there, like rather mm -hmm. than trying to listen to something and like, I don't know, even respond to emails. Like there's such a different energy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but that can carry through in so many different areas of your life. Yeah, I love what you just said. They were saying like, this is where people distract themselves to get through it when actually the higher vibrational way to is to enjoy them their way through it. It's like, so you think I'm not going to like this task. So I'm going to distract myself through it. I'm going to have this on in the background and that's going to make yeah. it more enjoyable. But actually that is avoidance still. Right. And so instead of distracting yourself through it, if you're fully present in it, you get it done faster. You could actually like mm. squeeze some more out of it. And this is also the same mindset people have around emotions, right? It's like, I'm going to distract my way through this. It's much more efficient to just uh, feel, feel it, it and release it mm -hmm. and move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Right. Like chronic anxiety. Energetically, this is like being. Let me just describe it energetically because they're, they're just they're just showing me this like chronic anxiety that people feel. It is being really open energetically, not having energetic boundaries and then like trying to process everybody's stuff all the time combined with it is like having this this never ending like i don't know pull of emotions within you that you're just never actually feeling so it just always feels like a low grade buzzing a low grade anxiety mm. so it's like not being present with your thoughts your feelings not fully feeling your emotions and they all just imagine them all getting added into like a bag right oh, and you're carrying it around and then it's like i feel heavy all the time cuz you're dragging it all around so it's to start to be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your emotions, to feel your emotions, right? To create boundaries, close off your energy and process, process things, right? So you can actually create a clean slate and then you don't have that like buzzing all the time. Yeah. Um, which I suppose like, as I think about it is very much what my process was. Like I used to, I had debilitating anxiety, like 
my parents, I feel like they had no idea what to do with me because I like could not be out in the world. Like I was so anxious all the time. And then, you know, it wasn't until I, I was like 20 or so, like when I really was like, I need to get to the bottom of this. And I had seen all kinds of therapists and psychiatrists and tried like all, all the traditional routes and like it, it, it just wasn't getting me anywhere until I started doing energy healing, brain rewiring, my spiritual work. Like, to be honest, yeah. that was just for me personally, because I was finally uh, feeling things, processing them it through my body. Right. Like re- they had to come out through the channels and like I was rewiring those thoughts. Right. So I wasn't running the things I was running on a loop were supporting me, not bringing me down and not. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. What are we actually, what are we actually anxious about? I started to really like, what am I actually nervous about here? Right. Because worrying about it, it's like, you know, people say this all the time, but it's true. It's like worrying about it. It's just, I'm going through the misery of if that does happen, I'm going through it multiple times, it's but a waste actually, of time, it's, actually it's a waste of time, but it's a, that's also where you are magnetizing things that you don't want. Right. Because your energy right. is focused more energy to on what you don't want. Mind. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. So it's like, it, and uh, when I realized the power of my brain, it was actually so much easier. I was like, "Whoa!" I'm just gonna, I just say, oh, "No, thank you. I don't want that." Right. So sometimes, mm-hmm. if anything pops up in my head, that's like, I'm just like, "Oh no, things I don't want that. I want this timeline." And I'm like, "Great, this one." Right. <laughs> just because it pops in your head doesn't mean you have to take it on as your own. You don't have to internalize. Mm-hmm. You don't have to own it. It's just like, mm, not for me today. No, thank you. I actually want this one. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is what I'm choosing. And then this is you mastering your brain. This is you. I'm focusing on this. I'm magnetizing this. And then now you choose your timeline. Yeah. And that's what brain rewiring is all about too. Mm-hmm. So let go. Of what doesn't serve you. <laughs> exactly. Choose something different. <laughs> that's it. That, that is, uh, that's the hack. That's the reality hack. It's all, it's all in your brain and in your energy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I feel complete. <laughs> Do you feel complete? I feel very complete now. Okay, great. <laughs> so I hope this was helpful in terms of uh, presence. We would love to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, definitely let us know. And if you do enjoy the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I so, so appreciate when, when you do that. I know the whole team does. There's a lot of time and energy that goes into this, this show. Um, and we try and provide as much value as possible. So we just so appreciate when you when you leave those iTunes ratings and reviews. They they make a huge difference. And it only takes about a minute. So go ahead and do that now if you want to send out some good vibes into the universe and receive tenfold back. Uh, yeah, and be sure if you're not already in in the uh, free private forum, then be sure to check that out. If you go to ChristinaTheChannel.com/membership, then you can. Uh, join there and that's where i post those weekly journal prompts the weekly theme energy updates connect with the community all that good stuff uh yeah so that's what we have for you today thanks again so much for tuning in hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we will chat with you again next time bye guys